0: Yo, what's up, guys? Back out here on Long Island, the Seven Line headquarters. If you're watching actually on Periscope right now, the title is completely wrong. It still says we're at the playwright. We are not at the playwright. I forgot to update that. My bad. If you're listening afterwards, you have absolutely no no idea what I'm talking about. I'm Darren Meenan. That's Tim Riley. What's up, Tim? What's up, guys?
1: Nice to be here tonight.
0: You just got to talk nice and loud, Tim. You got it. And we got Lizzie behind the scenes, Hello. answering calls, doing a little social media stuff in the background. We do have a phone number, 631-388-5195 is the number to call if you want to chit-chat about whatever, Mets or whatever. Obviously, a pretty disappointing week. We'll get into that in a little bit. Disappointing year, yeah. obviously, quite frankly, least. besides, you know, a nice 11-1 and one start. But since then, it's been very piss poor in Queens and... um You know, Not a whole lot of great things to talk about, but we are going to cover it anyway. There is still a show to do. The show must go on, and that's what we're going to do. Before we do get into the drinking portion of the night and cheersing each other, let's tell the fans at home that tonight we are giving away two gift cards. If you are watching on Facebook, share right now onto your wall. Tell your friends you're watching Orange and Blue Thing. If you're watching or listening afterwards, or right now actually, not afterwards, if you're listening right now, on uh, Periscope, Twitter, retweet onto your feed, and you'll also be in the running for the gift card. It's twenty bucks. It's good for anything on the Seven Lines website, hats, shirts, whatever, an outing in the future, whatever you want to spend it on. So, anyway, cheers, bud. Yeah, thanks for nice coming out, beer. making First the long in the long trek. It wasn't too bad. You're a city boy now. You're from Long Island, though, right?
1: I'm from Babylon. Yeah, moved to the Upper East Side about two years ago now.
0: I wasn't sure if you were playing hooky. You told me actually have off tomorrow anyway from your actual your real job.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm off Fridays and Saturdays, so today was an extra day put in there. But besides that. Yeah, it's nice to be out here. I, so, I'm on Long Island all the time now, so it's not that weird. No, I know. You it. were yeah. saying that.
0: You know, when you live in the city, I feel like the city is a ghost town in the summer. I feel like it's more hopping in the in the winter. Definitely. In the summer, everyone's jetting out to the Hamptons or Montauk or whatever. That train I take back every Thursday, Friday, it is miserable. I mean, it's
1: suitcase <laughs> after suitcase. You can't find a spot. It's, it's terrible. The LAWR is bad enough as is. Now you're sitting in the hallway area there, the middle row there. It it sucks. It just sucks. Everything about it is terrible.
0: If your name sounds familiar, though, you have been writing for the Semline blog since last September. Uh, We ramped it up. And then obviously there isn't a whole lot. We just talked about this like a second before we went live. And, you know, there are a million Mets blogs out there. And I don't really want to do analysis type driven things. You can have Mets blogger or whoever else does a great job at that stuff. But, you know, we were just saying, you know, making a joke. Syndergaard's not going to get hand, mouth, and foot disease every week. So, what kind of stuff can we possibly write about? So, we try to put a different twist on things. And, you know, if you like it, cool. Come back for more. If you don't, then whatever. But, you know, that's kind of what we're trying to do. And luckily, you were free tonight to come join the co host spot. And uh, I thank you for coming out.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you invited me on the most depressing week of the season so <laughs> far right now. Maybe it's your fault. Yeah, seriously, it might be there. Well,
0: whatever. We got to blame something. It may as well be you. Yeah.
1: Um, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: so uh you know for those that also may know you outside of the seven line and and whatever um you did work for mlb you did work for sny now you're with golf right golf.com
1: golf.com golf magazine yeah i do our social department there a little bit of video work and a little bit of writing but for the most part golf underscore com follow it on social yeah that's usually me for the most part what was
0: someone saying to you at work the other day Like you're, you're, you like, does a golf company?
1: Oh yeah. My desk, my desk is covered with Mets gear. It's all bobbleheads. And I have framed, I have the New York post, the famous cover, my infamous cover, famous cover that they ever made. I think it just says, why does God hate the Mets? Mr. Met with his hands up right there for framed. Yes. Someone asked, he goes, you know, work for a golf company, right? I'm like, why would he mean? He goes, everything's Mets on your desk right now. I was like, oh, never really thought
0: about that before. Embrace one of the most depressing covers ever. Uh, but it is true. He probably does hate the Mets. Uh, we actually already do have a, we got a call. That was quick What's up, Doing? We're, we're doing all right. How you doing? What's going on? Good. It's really nice
2: to meet you guys the other night. It was a fun uh, last two innings for me and my brother. That was great.
0: Oh, this is one of the twins. Really
2: awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, what's up, twin? Yo, I did see. I hey. saw you. I saw you comment afterwards because you were in like I guess once the Mets won, you were in like the little uh, yeah. the little close up on SNY.
2: Yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> I got My whole family got all the pictures. It was great.
0: That's great. That's great. So uh, yeah,
2: really
0: anything you want to talk about or just that you were at the game? because <laughs> um, it was a good so game, uh, though. I was there, fun. too. That was a fun one to be at. Yeah, it was
2: great. It was really great. Um, one thing I, I had in mind, you know, with all the trade talks and the trade deadline coming up, if, and I'm not saying that we have to trade anybody, you know, it is what it is, if we're going to trade a pitcher unfortunately
0: the boy we saw Tuesday night is the person to trade well
2: it Definitely seems like it is... value, especially if I don't want to trade Degrom or
0: Syndergaard yeah yeah I mean Wheeler's on a lot of radars right now we are going to talk to Joe DeMay in a little bit who has a little bit more of a pulse on that than than I do and you know Tim and I both talked about that you know Joe's kind of the guy that we're going to bring in the fold tonight to do the trade talks but uh yeah I, I read earlier I think Puma put it up like at least 10 teams have shown interest in Wheeler and you know if I was a GM, I would, too. I As I should.
1: He looks great right now. Bounce back yeah. season. Well, what do you think What
2: do you think we can get in return for him, though? That's a real
0: question. I have no idea, and that's why I sell yeah, I T-shirts. I you're the wrong two guys <laughs> right now. <laughs> all right, dude. Uh, all the best. I look forward to seeing you out there at Cinefield right. again. For sure.
2: Definitely, Darren. Nice meeting you guys. Bye. Me do all, all the best. Later, Bye. Man. All right,
0: see you. Yeah, you know, I I was saying to you earlier, too, like, the reason – not the reason why I sell T-shirts, but, like, when people hit me up, like – when I do, like, a random Q&A on Twitter, like, ask me whatever. You're like, oh, what do you think about this trade? I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not a stats guy. Yeah. I'm not a fantasy guy. I'm not a prospects guy. I'm like I'm, – I told you. I'm, I'm a – this, this calendar of fans out here yeah. smiling and having fun at the games, that's what I am. And, like, I'm trying to bring people together over, like, the joy that they – Found in baseball as a kid, and that's what I'm trying True. to trying to do. You so know? when I was at Major League Baseball, oh, I, but you were at I, the outing the other night. Too. I was there Tuesday yeah. too,
1: but I used to work next to the minor league baseball department there. So when these trades came about this time of year, I could just like look up and ask someone like, "What do you know about this guy?" Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I, it's been enough staying up late to watch the Mets right now. Like, I'm not staying up to watch the Las Vegas 51 until, yeah, like one yeah. in the morning. So like those people live between the 51s in Vegas. Like there's that's something wrong with you right there. When
0: I was out at Majestic a couple years ago, yeah. watching them, you know, build our first jersey. I think it was 2016. We had the the custom jerseys, and I met someone there, and they were like, "We have." Like the most inside info ever on trade, like right around now, uh-huh. because they got to get the jerseys ready for like that wow. next guy. Got- like, if someone's getting traded now, they got to make that jersey and, and expedite it that's overnight or whatever. So, like, I never they thought got about their, that before. They got their finger on the pulse out there. Yeah, for I like sure. that. Uh, Speaking of the other outing the other night, though, that's our fourth straight win with the Seven Line Army. So, all those fucking losers at home are like, the Seven Line such bad luck. Like, yep. we are going to see some losing losers. baseball. The team freaking yeah. stinks right now. Yeah. But anyway, four straight wins. We're now 49 and 41. And, and uh, Julia. Our friend Julia, who's been sitting with us with a, a number of years now, she tweet something. Let's let me pull it up here really quick because this was unbelievable. Um, her tweet after the game was, "I need to act. I need an actual stat on the number of home runs Conforto has hit on days with the seven line were, we're there." And I replied, "Anyone want to figure this out?" Uh, Confort Goat actually did the math here, and um, what a clever f- handle that Yeah, Confort sure. Goat. Uh, uh, I was about to say Cespedes. Uh, Conforto has 12, only has sixty one home runs in his career, and twelve of them have been when we are in attendance. So I don't know if he ramps it up. I don't know. We don't really want to take credit for that, but that's a pretty good. Num- that's a good I would number take credit for that. I, all right, sure. A we, little we, bit. We start putting that in our bio, in our in our header there, like we're good luck for Conforto. I feel like every
1: time you used to tweet the thing with the T shirts. Yeah, it was always when Conforto's next home run, T shirt goes on sale. Yeah, yeah, even yeah, when yeah, you put yeah, those yeah. up, I feel like that always spurned like a home run quickly there. Well,
0: that was like a whole yeah. That was the marketing behind it. it said yeah. whenever he gets a home run, we're going to restock the shirt, right. and they would sell out. And the first day, actually, I don't know if you remember this. The, the, it was on hold, and then we said the next time, or the first time he hits a home run after they've seen this, yep. it's when it's going to go live. He hit it to our section. It landed. My friend Lucho yeah. caught it, like two feet from me. Yeah,
1: so we're putting the pieces together here. There's That's something insane. to it. There's something to it now with the can and Conforto. And so by the way, that number Julia. is low. 61 career home runs, you said, right there? Yeah, 61 I mean, and seems really 12 wild.
0: when we were there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, give us a call. We do have another call, but we will get to him in one second. Share the show right now if you want a free gift card. Buy anything on the Semolina's website. If you share it on Facebook or retweet it on Periscope Twitter, we will pick someone towards the end of the program. Uh, let's get... To Dave in Baltimore, what's up, Dave? Hey, what's going on, guys? Not a whole lot.
3: Hey, just wanted to call and really give props to the whole entire group. Um, I actually met you at the uh, outing against the Nets two Saturdays ago. Uh, came with my dad. It was my, my first outing, my first outing at City Field with you guys. I came to uh, to DC, but first time sitting with the group at City, and me and my dad just had a blast. Um, I know you always talk on these things about how the group is really inclusive and welcoming. And if you're a first timer, just, you know, say what's up and, and start chatting with everybody. And I mean, to anybody that like doesn't believe that, like we found that to be true. Like everybody we talked to, we had great conversation with. Uh, you know, people couldn't be nicer and just loved sitting with a group of passionate Mets fans. And, you know, I was shocked. My dad like it enjoyed it way more than I even expected. So.
0: That's great. Did we actually meet at the uh, tailgate party prior? Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I think I remember talking, talking to you. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, totally. I totally remember talking to you guys. And, and thank you for coming. And that's great that your dad had a good time. And, you know, that's what we kind of try to push. And, you know, we can't do much about the front office's moves or, or uh, Cespedes' heels or <laughs> Frazier's whatever is wrong with him. Uh, but, you know, we can do something about what you just said, which was try to have as much fun as we possibly can at the games. And I, I, I thank you for calling. Like, it's, and it almost sounded like I paid you to make that endorsement. <laughs> but um, Well,
3: I know. I wanted to also I didn't mention this to you at the tailgate, but You know, the point that you just made like two minutes ago um, about, you know, just it's about everybody coming and having a good time. Like uh, my uncle had actually passed away a few days before the game. And me and my dad actually went straight from his funeral to the game and to the tailgate. Wow! And like my uncle was a longtime season ticket holder at Shea. A lot of games I went to as a kid, it was like he gave us his tickets. Um, So it kind of just felt like the right thing to do. Like after the funeral, just go to the Mets game you know take a few pictures with his uh with his mask card out wow. in center field and like you know my cousins really appreciate it and all and you know again it's like just being around like your family and, and people that love the mets I mean, I couldn't think of a
0: better way to spend the day. Well, rest in peace, man. Like, that's that's heavy stuff. And, yeah, like yeah. you said, the a game is, is almost therapy to some people. And, you know, uh, sometimes baseball is an outlet from everyday struggles and things that are happening in your life. And, you know, unfortunately that was a very sad day for you guys. But hopefully – uh, you know, with the Mets win and the and the, and the good time you had with your dad was a little of a nice remembrance of your uncle. So um, yeah,
3: so really, I just wanted to say thank you to you guys and and also the entire group because you know we had a blast and I can't wait to join you guys again.
0: Thanks, man. Hopefully, it's not the last time. Look forward to hanging out with you again. All right. Cool. Back. All the best. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I think there's something to what he's talking about there too, about going to the game for like remembrance purposes. There, people always talk about why you go, and the Mets are terrible right now. It's because it is more than a game. The, te- right. the Mets are like our family for better or worse right now. Like we're all connected, different generations. We have that like that father son whatever it is connection there, where like you feel obligated to go there. You yeah, just, you miss it. It just brings us all together. It's a community yeah. thing.
0: Absolutely.
4: And and being with the army, like yeah. you go, you see your friends, you're right. hanging out, you and you're watching a ball game right, at the same right. time. So it's. All around, like, a really good time. Yeah.
0: Lizzie, uh, your cameras look crooked today, but that's yeah, all right. We'll fix mm-hmm. it later. Uh, anyway, so Familia was traded for, like, a bag of balls this week. Yeah. We are going to talk to, uh, to uh, Joe DiMaio in just a little bit. Obviously, also, uh, Setspenis has been hurt for two months. The, the, news, the press conference came out yesterday. Actually, he's been hurt since he's in Cuba, is what he said yesterday, yep. through an interpreter. They asked him, like, when was this starting to bother you? And, you know, the calcification of the heels, I'm not a doctor. I have absolutely no idea how that actually happens. Zero. But it's been a problem that he's been dealing with for a long time. And obviously, yeah. as you get older, everything kind of just starts breaking down and gets progressively worse. Why... This only came out on Friday through an interpreter at midnight in Yankee Stadium. I have absolutely no idea. It's mind-boggling. It's it's crazy yeah. that this is the kind of stuff that, yeah. as a Mets fan, you're kind of just like yeah that's crazy but that's eh, normal like yeah. it's if it's not normal yeah. and it's and it's nuts and you actually wrote a blog yesterday about it um yeah, just kind of be- breaking down the the scenario here of the of of the uh season ending heel surgery which isn't like a minor thing he's actually having two surgeries yeah. uh he's going to spread them out so he can he gets one He gets the next one two to three he months, he, months he afterwards somewhat heals get yeah. the other one done so it's it's we're not we're not really seeing i don't think we're seeing until 2020 seriously yeah
1: no i they keep saying eight to ten months. Like, yeah, you, know that, you know, you know it's not I we, The Mets it. will never get that. Lucky. Two years.
0: We're going to see him in twenty twenty. Maybe he comes
1: back. Look, he's an outfielder. He ha- he's on his feet all the time. He- it's two heel surgeries. There's no way he's. City fields a big outfield. There's no way he's manning left field right now after two heel surgeries.
0: Unbelievable. And and <laughs> yep. and you know it, it's, it's crazy. It, I'm sure the team knew about it. I mean, people knew. Like this 100%. wasn't like he was keeping it a secret. But to force not force this guy, but for him to rehab. And come back, whether or not the Mets knew the yep. extent of this until he said it. To to fight to come back in a season like it is, like let's say he just took it upon himself, like yeah. as a man, as a player, as a teammate, and he said, you know, I really want to get back on the field to help my team. What is he coming back for right now? Nothing. He Absolutely even nothing. said this the last time he was interviewed. I think he was playing against the Trenton Thunder. I don't know who he was. He playing with? Uh, was he playing with the Cyclones? I don't know. He was playing somewhere recently. Uh, the last time he tried to come back after he got hurt, like the first game back, and they said yep. to him like can you help this team right now? And he's like, he basically said something like, I'm not a one-man show, and like the team has to kind of band together. I can't carry the team by myself. Which there's something to that. Which, yeah, but I mean, if he was going through this heel shit then, and he was like, you know, I'm really just trying to get back to see if I could do it. He didn't even get hurt on Friday. No. He played the game, hit a home run, yeah, was interviewed was afterwards like the hero of the night. Dude, I was oh, pumped. By the way, I might have to have like almost career-ending surgery. Yeah. You by might way, never come back from this. the off my feet <laughs> right, right. at the
4: end of this game. Yeah, so. unbelievable. So his
0: last game probably was May
1: 13th. And he came back, what, July twentieth or something like that? For the Yankee game, like a game, like one. And game. now he's
0: done for like two yeah, years.
1: One game, unbelievable. And when you talk about that kind of rehab process, that long,
0: two to three months, is a big deal. I don't even know how this happens. Like I, I yeah. don't. Like it seems with this team, <laughs> and I don't
4: even want to talk about <laughs> it. No, it's, it's, sad. <laughs> it's so sad. It's, it, it is very <laughs> sad.
0: But like with this team, it's it's like you know you wrote something like you expect the unexpected. It's almost like yeah. the, the the line from Big Brother, and it's like. Yeah, you have to expect the unexpected, but when it actually happens, you're not surprised.
1: Literally, I, I was scrolling through Twitter, saw the news, and I didn't even flinch. Like, I thought nothing of it. I was almost expecting it. Like, I, I, I thought it would happen Saturday. Like, oh, it just took two more days to get announced, than I thought it would originally there.
0: I don't know. This guy needs to be on an AL team and just, you know, swing the bat. Yeah. No, and, I mean, there's
1: no doubt he can hit the ball still. I mean, maybe he's like David Ortiz, like that kind of career path that's going to happen right now. But that's not happening with the Mets. Yeah, but how, now, yeah. how like, do we get? It's not happening. Yet.
0: You can't get rid of him. Like, who's going to? No one's got really, two
1: years. I want like 40, 50 million bucks. He's got to like come back, prove he's uh, healthy, and then you know we'll get right. to the, to get the insurance
0: policy and stuff like that in just a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know if Joe's watching. We are going to get Joe on the line. Joe DeMeo in just a couple minutes here. Liz is going to give him a shout, get him on the line. Um, if you are watching right now, let's share the show. Be in the running for the gift cards and we will get Joe on the line. Did you used to work at all with Joe? Because we talked about this. Like uh, neither I, of us know what Joe does.
1: Yeah. I mean my time during SNY, I think his name would come in once in a while, so i would edit some of his stuff, but nothing like direct contact.
0: He does an incredible amount of work. Great work. For yeah. a guy who I don't even know who right. he works for. Like he does some freelance yeah. stuff, not freelance, but like guest spots now on the Seven yep. Lines blog. And I think in his in his um in his handle there, it says something about like maybe Amazing Mason Avenue or something, and one of the other blogs. But for a guy that that is as insightful and knowledgeable yeah. about this team and prospects and and coming up the the system through you know Port St. Lucie up until where we are now, uh, well, we got the guy in the line now. So why don't we just ask? Dedication, him, so I'm Let's just curious ask him, to hear about this right now, uh, Joe.
1: What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up?
0: I got to ask you a question because we're trying to figure this out. I talked to you yesterday about it. and I said, "What do you do to have as much time as you do to cover the Mets and not actually cover the Mets for anyone? How does um, this? How does this work?" It's like
5: it's the office spacing, right? What would you
1: say? Am I am I getting
0: there? you in trouble with your bosses right now? Yeah. By the
5: way, nah, I'm not at work so that, and I doubt they're listening. I hope not. If you not, never know. We are we Pete,
0: are pretty big, you know.
5: If not, hi Pete. <laughs> uh, but I I don't know. It's just something that I've always been into obviously and i'm at a desk i have access to my phone so i'm able to in between tasks check out some stuff
0: all right well a lot of mets fans know you you actually i have the photo up here on the on the uh, screen here you did host a panel at qbc sorry. what's that i said i'm sorry. Oh no! For, for your photos, photo. <laughs> no, you know the people at home. They want they want to see what you look like. Obviously, it's if a they good don't photo. if they don't know you, yeah. but it is uh, at PSL to Flushing Joe to Mayo uh, QBC. That was fun. You hosted a panel there, and and you seem to know a lot of stuff, and that's why we talked about it just before you came on. I'm more of like the experience slash merchandise guy over here, trying to get people together at the games, and when things come up about like questions about prospects or questions about trades. I'm like a deer in a headlight deer in headlights. And I know that you got a little bit more up your sleeves than I do. So, uh, but I do want to talk about, were you, were you uh, a fan of the, uh, the call of McNeil coming up? Were you pulling for it? you know, it's it's a little bit too late now or what? It's not,
5: it's not, it's never too late, not too late, but you wanted to see it
0: like a month ago or what?
5: Easily, easily a month ago. It's not, it's not a little, a little longer than that, but he's, he's major league ready. I mean, he's, 26. He's hit everywhere he's gone. That's all he's done. He's just had some injuries that made him sort of a late bloomer, so now he's coming up at, at an older age than, I guess, a normal prospect would. But that doesn't take away his ability to hit, and he's going to be under team control for six years, obviously. I think he's a guy that once you see Ezra Cabrera out the door, uh, he's going to be playing a ton of second base. Uh, should be playing nearly every day. I don't care if it's lefty, righty, he hasn't had trouble with lefties and the uh, He He's just a pure hitter. I think he, at worst, is a utility guy. Despite whatever is fed to Mickey Callaway, he is not exclusively a second baseman. He's played second. He's played short. Probably can't play short at the major level, but second, third, put him in left field. I'm sure if you throw a first baseman mid at him, he could throw it on and be just fine.
0: Yeah, I see tonight uh, so, he's starting yeah, at third. I like him. Um, and you know, uh, yeah. you know, like you just said, I, I want to see this guy out there every day, see what we have lefty, righty. I don't really care. And, you right. know, I think that the, you know, Reyes is what he is. Uh, you know, we'll get to Which that is in bad. a second, but really bad. This yeah. guy who's trying to make a name, not, not even make a name for himself, just prove that he's, that he is major league ready should be out there every single day, no matter who's on the mound against him. And I can't remember who tweeted it yesterday, but the, uh, after the fifth inning when, um, uh, do, 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 do who was pitching? Oswald was pitching. He was pulled and I think Evans came in to pinch it. And someone wrote, like, why take him out in the fifth inning? Let's let's just run Oswald out there. At this point, wins are great, but you're not really playing to win at this juncture in the team. You want right. to see what you got, and that's what I want to see with McNeil. I'm not worried about seeing Reyes out there every day. So what do you think about Reyes right. about like when is his day finally when is his number up? End of the season or what?
5: I I, I can't see Jose Reyes being gone before the end of the season. Uh, He should have been gone probably in, like, May, if I'm being totally honest. uh, Reyes Reyes and I don't think are friends anymore. He blocked me. So I don't think (laughs) friends anymore. Why would you Um, have blocked
1: by Jose Reyes?
5: I'm thinking the please stop playing Reyes, copy and paste as many times as I can, 240 characters, put him over the edge. Oh, okay. That'll do
0: uh, it. Yeah, but, But, you know, I'm almost like... not, not to cut into your thought there, but I almost yes. sometimes feel like I get into the same boat with that because, you know, I do uh, have some interactions with the players and obviously I have their backs as far as, you know, a team is concerned. But I feel like when you get a little critical, it almost it seems a little personal. And, you know, to us as fans, it is personal because we want to see them win and we want to see the best product on the field. But as a player, it, it you know, not saying that they should have thicker skin, but if I write something from the Seven Lines account, I almost feel bad sometimes because I know they're probably going to read it. And, you know, I'm not trying right. to, ha- like, you know, I'm not trying to sway other fans' decisions on who they should cheer for. That's not that's not in my nature. But when I write something that is just true, I feel like I might be hurting someone's feelings. But as a job, they got to be able to understand that. You know, it's why it's weird that you would get blocked.
5: Yeah. And, and a lot of these guys search their name on Twitter, so it doesn't even matter if you at them or anything. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They're, it, it's just what it is, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Ultimately, I root for the front of the uniform, not the back of the uniform. The laundry. Unfortunate, unfortunately, the back of the uniform's performance has to suffice for me to cheer properly for them. And Reyes, obviously, we all know his history here. Awesome. Uh, now he's just not. There's no way around it. He is not a major leaguer in any way. He is not a major league infielder in the field anymore. He is not a major league hitter. He is. He can't run like he used to. He just, it just father time catches everyone, and it's just Reyes' time. Um, but I think he's going to stay the whole year, especially with Cabrera going to be out the door and possibly Wilmer Flores. So if they get rid of those guys, then there's only so many guys you can bring up from the minor leagues. He's just going to stick around probably.
0: Yeah, and that can happen at any moment. Like while we're on this live stream, some guy might be shipping out, you know. Uh, We saw Familia – on a Friday night, it was a Friday night. He was in the bullpen. He wasn't being used. Everyone kind of saw something was up. He gave the hug to Blevins after the game, which kind of, like, told everyone at home, like, all right, this is really happening. Because during the broadcast, we kind of, you know, there was speculation on Twitter. And, you know, the broadcast, the booth, was, we're talking about it. But nothing was really set in stone until the next day. And, um, you know, it came out, I think, on Friday. It kind of put a, a few fans at ease to, to, saying that the Mets were willing to um you know eat some of the money for a better return and obviously we know that that didn't happen once the details came out on Saturday. So uh, anything you want to add to this trade did like just what what do you got on it? Tell us what we got back. Yeah.
5: yeah. So I I was I was watching before uh before I called in. I wouldn't go as far as to say they got a bag of balls. No,
0: I was joking obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> but <laughs> but with that said I think the return was a little light for what I expected. I think I had more modest expectations than a lot of people did. A lot of people were expecting a top 10 prospect, and I I never saw it as that, personally. I just know that he has the domestic violence thing in his history, which, like not plays a role. He had two shoulder flare-ups this year. That plays a role, and he's under control for two more months. Uh, So teams are definitely going to be a little leery on return. With that said... Natural trade protocol is if you eat some money or all, or what if they ate a million and a half, they could have gotten a better return. That's just the reality. That's how trades work. Uh, with that said, I'm not certain how much better, and that's kind of where the Mets stand or where they stood. So I know Will Toffey, the third baseman, they got fourth round pick last year out of Vanderbilt, uh, from Massachusetts, went to a Connecticut high, uh, private high school, and he's guy. a favorite. He's a favorite of the Mets. They wanted him last year in the draft, J.P. Ricciardi especially. He's, uh, it's come out, so I could say it. he's friends with Talkie's dad, really close friends with his dad. So it, it, it's someone that he wanted the Mets to draft last year, and it just didn't work out for whatever reason. I don't know if he was gone before they were going to pick him or if they didn't want to take him the route before. But the guy they've wanted, so they went and got him. Uh, I think he's probably going to end up a utility guy, if I'm being honest. I'd, If he taps into some more power, maybe he's a potential starter, but he's good defense, good athlete, uh, gap-to-gap. He's basically their prototype. Gap-to-gap hitter, patience, control of the strike zone, solid defense, and hopefully some power comes. So that's he's their prototype, essentially. And Wall... What's
0: that? Now, were you surprised that they kind of, not that they jumped the gun, but they, they did this deal over a week before the actual deadline. Do you think they should have dangled them out there a little bit more and uh, maybe got a better return if they waited until the end of the month?
5: I think that's partially a myth, that the longer you wait, the better return you're going to get. It, it, it's situational de- uh, dependent, obviously, but generally speaking, the longer you wait, the fewer suitors you're going to have, not the more, because then... Joking, Soria gets traded, Zach Britton gets traded, and as these guys get traded, you take suitors off the market. Right, right. So if you, it, it's typically advantageous to jump first. Uh, with with that said, jumping first should also lead to a better return because those suitors are still in, in the market. So it, it's a bit of a catch-22, but that, that's my perspective on it. And uh, as far as Bobby Wall, the pitcher, I, I want to make sure I touch on him, uh, he's... Met, I know the Mets liked him coming out of college in, like, 2012. And he was a starter. Now he's a reliever. And he had thoracic outlet, which is the thing that kind of ruined Matt Harvey. Um, of course. However, he, he seemed to have come back strong this year. If you just go baseball references numbers, he's crushing AAA. He's up, up to 99-100 on the fastball. With a slider that flashes above average, I think he's he he fits in pretty like evenly with guys like Drew Smith and Tyler Bachelor and guys like that. So hard thrower, and my, my personal plan for building a bullpen is get as many guys that throw really freaking hard, and and just see, and just see who sticks.
0: So obviously a little bit better than a bag of balls, but uh, yeah, I was just joking on that. But you know, as far as as this roster is concerned, obviously we look in extremely different than we did on March 29th. And you know, Familia is already out the door. A lot of other guys are kind of right there on the cusp of almost being out the door. Who do you see realistically being like almost a slam dunk out of here within the next couple of days?
5: Cabrera is a lock. So as Drupal's gone, he's a rental. He's a veteran. He's going to get dealt to some contender that wants him. Possibly even as a utility guy. I, I don't even know it's a guarantee that someone's going to trade for Cabrera for him to be a starter, which is crazy because he's kind of like one of our best hitters, and mm-hmm. he's not going to start on a contender. But uh,
1: now, what's the market? Yeah, for I think he, what would Cabrera bring us back? He,
5: yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, what I've heard is if Mets fans are pissed about the Familiar return, they're going to be really pissed about the Cabrera return. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> But the best, the best thing I think the Mets can do is pair him with Zach Wheeler, and shift them both to Milwaukee. Milwaukee needs a middle infielder. They're showing interest in guys like Brian Dozier from the Twins. They have interest in uh, Cabrera. I think Ken Rosenthal or something said that a little while ago. So I think that's the be- that's the best play in my eyes is to combine them, and that speaks to Zach Wheeler, who I think the Mets should be trading. Uh, I think they will. So I, I think Cabrera and Wheeler will go. I think Wilmer Flores is a possibility. I believe the prudent move would be to trade Wilmer. I know he's a fan favorite, and I, a lot of people are going to probably get pissed about it. But the way the Mets are built with, they're going to have presumably David Wright's money on the DL next year if he doesn't retire. Cespedes, I agree, you guys, don't count on him for next year. If he comes back, it's a bonus.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, but- all
5: that money... And then Juan Lagares is coming next year making $9 million off the bench. Flores has one more year of arbitration, which I'd estimate he'd make around $5 million next year. So between that wasted money on the DL, you're, you don't want to pay $15 million to two backups when you have limited resources, to put it nicely. Uh, so I think the prudent move is to move Flores, even if it's not a huge return. I just think it's better for the team in the next couple of years.
0: Man, I'll tell you, sitting, sitting in this chair during the offseason, obviously the first week that we had in April, I didn't think that during the trade deadline we would be talking this way about like almost all of our guys either hurt or, or being on their way out the door. But uh, you know, it's a depressing season, uh, to say the least, and uh, I appreciate you calling. And obviously the, uh, the blog is always open if you're, if you're interested in writing something during the weekend or next week, whenever shit starts popping off.
5: Yeah, of course, man. And I apologize about the Skype. uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. And I apologize about the Skype not working. You know, next time if you want to come out to the studio, you're more than welcome.
5: Yeah, perfect, man. No, I I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, yeah, appreciate you giving me the opportunity to write for you, and it's fun. So we'll uh, we'll definitely catch up, and I'll I'll let you know anything that comes through. And
0: absolutely, and you got to come, you got to come cheer with us again. I know you met, you joined the Semillon Army a couple times. You got to come back out.
5: Oh, I'm going to Boston. So. Oh, there
0: you go. There you go. <laughs> so I'll,
5: I'll, I'll be at Boston, and I've spent a lot of time with you guys for sure. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you soon, and we'll definitely see you soon.
0: All right, man. Thanks a lot.
5: Thanks, Joe. All right, gentlemen. Have a good one.
0: Have a good one.
4: Guys, I'm depressed.
0: Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not it's not good. Holy It's moly. obviously not good. But, uh, you know, at least worse. he's being realistic. And he's saying, you know, the Mets fans aren't going to be, or a lot of Mets fans aren't going to be um, too enthused by some stuff that's about to go down here. But, you know, at this point, you know, I, I put something up. I think it was on 4th of July weekend when they, they just couldn't win. I, it was just an explosion. Just blow yeah. this thing up. And, you know, even... Even to DeGrom, even to Syndergaard, I don't see them going, but if a team backs the truck up with all their fucking prospects, you have to say yes. It depends on the return. Like, I was listening to a Howard Stern replay just before this, and it was something about like some guy was on that like enjoys being like kicked in the balls. And Howard Stern was like, Well, (laughs) well, just I'm just an analogy. Uh, He's like, How much would it cost if some guy wanted to just pay you to kick you in the balls? He's like, Listen, I'm not going to say. There's no number, but there has to be a number on everything, anything. So getting kicked in the balls is the same right. thing as giving up your fucking right. DeGrom. If, if a guy comes over and he's giving you a blank check or, the, or all your prospects, you have to say yes. I mean, even yeah. though I don't want to see him off the team either, I, I don't know about you, but... Um, no, you know, I do not those, guys, those are the guys You build around Not the ones that you let Kick you in the balls You know
1: I used that analogy With DeGrom recently Actually there. Kicking the balls Yeah About how DeGrom Goes to his Oh goes, yeah yeah Doing yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. your job every day Being the best person At your job And then on your way Out the door Every coworker Just kicks you in the nuts And that's what happens At DeGrom Every fifth day right now So we
0: did talk yeah. about um, uh, McNeil actually playing Third base tonight Here is the lineup That Gelb's put up And you know it's I always kind of you know, uh, poke fun at the at the guys that tweet the lineup because everyone does it. Why don't they just retweet the team? But uh, anyway, McNeil is playing tonight, which is nice to see. Uh, yeah,
1: yesterday it, when Reyes started in that that bothered me. Outrage. That might have been the most depressing part of Joe's talk there. The yeah. fact that he said Reyes will be here until the end of the season. Uh, pfft, you it's, know, does he have a f- – either he has, like, pictures of someone, like some kind of there, <laughs> or he's holding – I think they might be holding out for that one moment in the sun if Dave O'Reilly can come back for one game. I read they have something. That moment, like, all right, David Wright Reyes, one game, one more game together. So it was a quote from home. Wright. I don't know yeah. what
0: article it was, but it was a quote from Wright talking about uh, what kind of moment that would be to have one more time out there with right. with Wright with Reyes. That's all I can think of. And That's all
1: I can think of. Ownership thinking, like they'll sell out the stadium and we got one more. And it would be, don't get me, it would be cool to see.
0: We talked about it last week yeah. with Figueroa. If David Wright comes back out on that field, right. you bet your ass, I don't care what day of the week it is, whatever yeah. it is, I'm going to be there. I yeah. have Hell to yeah. be there. I'll pay whatever, I'll be there. And and he, he deserves it, you know? Yeah. And
1: But uh, I, I don't know if I need Reyes there anymore, though. But There was a time I thought it'd be cool. Now I'm... Kind of over I don't Do you think want I to talk that.
0: about David Wright and this insurance <laughs> policy stuff?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, that came out. The big news with Cespedes' deal came out. The Mets have that same insurance policy they have on David Wright on Cespedes. So is, that means we're getting the Como code.
0: So, the Como yesterday. Uh, the Mets say they have an insurance policy yep. on Cespedes' contract. When asked if the Mets have the ability to reinvest the money saved into player payroll, John Rico said the team has not yet revised its baseball operations plan. He followed that up with a second tweet. For reference, the Wilpons recoup 75% of David Wright's contract via insurance. Jeff Wilpon said in January that he considers Wright's entire contract part of payroll, and so the team does not reinvest that money saved via insurance policy into baseball operations. Why this was only coming out yesterday when it was said in January about payroll not going back into the team. I I don't know why it it took this long. But obviously a lot of fans were upset by this because you know as a business owner if I put out a a shirt that was a flop and let's say I can somehow put insurance policy on a (laughs) flopped shirt and then I got 75% back of the money I spent on that t-shirt I would probably go spend it on other t-shirts. It's insane. Just to compare t-shirts to baseball players which obviously is a stupid thing to do. But as a business owner I'm thinking if I'm getting this money back and I spent it on something, which now I don't have to spend money on anymore, yeah. why wouldn't I go spend it on another person or another T-shirt? Right. It doesn't make any sense.
1: I hear a few guys defending ownership recently. They're saying, well, we have the seven times still have to pay the, uh, the yeah. premium or whatever it is. But it's like we're number seven in payroll. But yet you take out that insurance money and we're in the bottom third. Like, um, this, is, this is the New York Mets. It's New York City. You cannot be in the bottom third of payroll.
0: This insurance thing is it's it's uh, it's shocking because you would think if you're getting money back as a yeah. business owner you put it back into the business that you're getting the money from right david wright's not playing you're getting that 75 percent back why aren't you putting that towards baseball players i don't get it
1: it makes zero sense i don't know I mean, we have all the you know the scam history going on there and it just it it makes people like it, it, i'm definitely it, putting it into t-shirts it if leaves it out there it's like come it, on
0: that's crazy um yeah and, and and it came up yesterday so i wonder what the i'm hoping I'm hoping that Rico misspoke yesterday cuz now there's the three-headed monster of GM's there. I don't know who's yeah. really in charge. Mo Larry Curly, it's <laughs> <yeah>. it's it's <laughs> unbelievable. So like the three guys are there. I don't know how it works now with the trades. I I I'd be dumb to assume I know how it works. Um, changing topics, though, did you see the Colbert thing that came out last weekend? No. Awesome. Stephen Colbert, I had someone one of my friends retweeted it or reposted it on Facebook. He went to City Field, interviewed the players and did like a 8-minute skit about things to change baseball baseball to make it funnier okay. or make it more entertaining and it was like he was sitting there with frazier and he's like from now on when you're on second base as a runner you could skip third and run straight to home but you have to fight the pitcher on the way it was <laughs> funny it was actually really funny so if anyone looks it up i think it's on colbert's facebook page uh like, it's really funny but it. totally changed the topic there on the insurance policy but whatever i mean yeah that came out yesterday obviously it's disappointing to hear you would think As a fan, you want to hear that they're going to spend that on another player. But fans
1: have put up with a lot over a lot of years now. They're not going to put up with that anymore. That insurance policy on two players of that magnitude, like no one's going to put up with that. Crazy.
0: So let's talk about Noah because there is an injury or something that happened that you obviously can't predict even as a Mets fan. And, uh, you know, this guy does a good deed. um, You know, helps out at a kid's camp during the All-Star break. He could have been out in Montauk with... Uh who was out there? Conforto and all these guys were out celebrating their their uh, all-star but Well not yep. really celebrate. nothing to really celebrate that you're not nothing. an all-star, but um you know, they were out enjoying their their vacation time and Syndergaard helped out at a kids camp and ended up catching hand uh what is it? Hand,
1: foot and mouth hand, <laughs> disease. Hand,
0: foot and mouth How disease. Could you forget? What? what? And my buddy Shoemaker <laughs> sent me a screenshot of this. And and text me it. I'm like, this has to be a fake account. Yeah. it's got yeah. it's got to not be true. I'm like, this is impossible. So I first
1: laughed. I was like, oh cool, someone's making a joke, whatever, having some fun. And then I kept going, and you kept seeing it again and again and again. Yeah, and like, I thought it either got
0: hacked or it was a yes. fake account. So I went in and spoke to my wife, and I'm like, have you ever heard of this? She's like, yeah, it's for kids. I'm like, Syndergaard has that. Right. And she and she like kind of just like you know smiled and like put her hands up like, what else is new? You know, like yeah. and she wasn't shocked either. Right, you know, it's it's crazy. So anyway. I'm sure this isn't the first time you're hearing about this uh, on a Thursday night show after it's been out for the whole week. But Syndergaard has hand, mouth, and foot disease, which, you know, he was laboring a little bit on Friday night. And I guess he already had it, or he had symptoms of it.
1: You could tell he wasn't throwing as hard, so you could see something. Right, he so.
0: seemed he seemed a little gassed. Yeah. He gassed, you know, by the fourth, fifth inning. Yep. He, and, um, you know, last week when we had uh Figueroa on. I asked him that question. I'm like, you know, his second his second um, outing out now after the uh, DL stint, what do you expect from him? He's like, ah, oh, 100 pitches, seventh inning, whatever. And obviously he didn't make it that far. But um, you posted this, this, this little funny piece here, the Mets Med School, because I posted a tweet on Sunday night with all the screenshots of like random ass things that happened to the Mets. You know, Valley Fever, this hand, mouth, and foot thing. Uh, Harvey actually used to hold his pee too long, so he had a bladder infection. So you wrote a whole <laughs> thing about how the the history of random ass injuries the Mets have had that have nothing to do with baseball activities yep. and it's mind-boggling to actually look at it you know in black and white here and it all starts back in 1997 with Isringhausen getting tuberculosis, and it's TV. just
1: he's, he must be the only guy that ever got TV. Like yeah, every infomercial you see, what did drug, you write it, here? Yeah, TV is always the one thing. It's always the one side effect that always comes up. Like yeah, no it's one like, ever gets it. You just always hear about. He's it. Yeah, the right.
0: one in a million case that actually right. gets the side effect. You hear about, it, it, and and you know after I posted that tweet, which actually got a lot of activity. Like for us, it's a it's a good amount, like uh, over 2,000 likes on Twitter. But the um. Some people were replying on things that I missed, like yeah, Kaz Sui's unnatural anus skin tear in 2008, <laughs> uh, obviously Ike Davis Valley Fever.
1: What's your favorite on the list?
0: uh favorite is yeah. there a favorite uh, I think valley disease fever.
1: valley fever is the one i like the most though. well yeah because
0: your reply said you, you're not convinced that you wasn't just really hung over yeah <laughs> so, I mean... ike davis justin turner those guys went on to party back then uh obviously justin turner went on to great things and I, ike davis <laughs> I became a not, pitcher yeah. um i don't even know if he's playing anymore but yeah a lot of random ass unlucky shit happens to the mets and uh you you kind of highlighted it there on on the site but you know I don't know who runs Syndergaard's account. I don't really think it's him half it's the not. time. But the they did kind of have a little fun with it. Yeah. Like him, he's not tra- obviously he's not traveling with the team, but they put something up with him, like head to toe, like
1: yeah, it was good. Walk, uh, it was suited walking up, it was walking, walking through a plane. plane. Yeah, yeah. Like, you the know, hazard him, suit on whatever, like the Breaking Bad hazard suits. Him getting ready through.
0: for the uh, for the road trip. But yeah. I, I don't know if you guys actually saw earlier. I have my uh, my Thor bobblehead which actually isn't even mine. I'm giving this away next week. So the Mets were nice enough to send uh, two bobbleheads, which we're going to give away next week on the show. It's the giveaway at the ballpark next Saturday. It's the second version of the Thor bobblehead, and I gave him a little nice little SARS mask here because <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to catch anything over here. i got a big weekend coming up. But uh, if you do want that, watch the show next week. That'll be the giveaway. If you're watching right now, though, live, Facebook, Periscope, share the show. You'll be in the running for our... Um, Two gift cards for the Seven Lines website. And give us a call if you want, 631-388-5195. What's up, Lizzie?
4: Eli, the other twin.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is he trying to call, too? He
4: called. Both. What, did they I both want to get on? Yeah. Well, I took a message from him. He's like, I know, too much, too much. I was like, yeah, too much. Double, double
0: um, dip on the twins. But
4: he wanted to say thank you, and he was sitting in a different section, and he, and he came and sat with us for the last two innings, and he said, like, There is no comparison to the way that we cheer and the energy that's in the crowd and blah, blah. blah. So he just wants to say thank you. Like, yo,
0: twin, tell us something we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, I don't know. You guys got to get. This is how close you got to be to the mic. Just so you guys know. Because I feel like I'm cranking the board here.
4: Something's wrong with this and it keeps falling. I will lift this part up
0: because now I'm like super loud. The people at home are probably annoyed with hearing just my voice. You're just yelling at us. Oh, Now she dropped the phone. (laughs) <laughs> um, we are going to Marlins Park in a couple weeks and the, the tickets came in the mail today with a laundry list of things that you, we cannot bring to the ballpark which was actually uh, the first time I've ever seen something like this before so I'm going to read off just a couple things here that, that you cannot bring to the ballpark if you are going to Marlins Park it's, this is how long it is guys it's two pages of things uh, chairs of any sort, envelope cutters, flashlights <laughs> frisbees, yeah, golf tees handheld battery operated fans Inflatables, laser pointers, license plate holders, markers, mouse pads. These are all things you are not allowed to bring to the ballpark, which I've never seen before. We've just had our 90th outing the other night. Uh, The Marlins Park one will be our 92nd outing. And uh, I've actually never seen something like this before. But if you are sitting with us, we have just about a thousand tickets. And I posted a photo of what the shirt looks like. A lot of people always get nervous a couple weeks out before the game. Hey, where's my stuff? Our email blows up, our Twitter account blows up, and our Facebook. Everywhere that people could possibly contact us, they, they freak out that they're not going to get their stuff in time. It's basically our policy to send stuff out about two weeks prior. So if you're listening to this afterwards, or you're watching this live right now, don't worry. Shirts were printed today. The uh, tickets got here today. We're gonna. Lizzie's gonna. I was gonna say we. Liz He's going to do the seating chart, I and sure <laughs> uh, we're going to send him out next week. So our buddy Kev uh, at KGX5 lives down in Miami. I met him at one of our first outings. I actually, went down there for the last game of 2012. Uh, Dickie was pitching his last game ever for Met, and he sketched this and sent it in. And we vectored it up and added Mr. Met fishing. It says gone fishing in Miami. And uh, that's what the shirt looks like. If you're sitting with us, you will be getting one in the mail very soon. Came out cool? Yeah, very cool. Along with your patch and all that good stuff. So sit tight. Don't worry. We've never missed a deadline.
4: Oh, my God. Knock on wood. Oh, my God.
0: And listen, you know what's funny, too? Not even really that funny. But uh, do you follow um, the, well, you follow the Settling account, but did you see the interaction now with the Pantone guys, the LA guys?
1: I saw you started one. I didn't follow the whole thread though.
0: So the LA guys, uh, Pantone two nine four or something. That's like a that. similar fan
1: group, same premise type of deal.
0: Similar. Okay. Um. You know, they're just they're they're fans of the Dodgers and they travel they're around. They're
4: not as cool. Well, come on. Th- come whatever. On.
0: We're not trying to poo-poo anyone <laughs> else. But I put something up that that mm. said, uh, "Hey Pantone, if we come to LA next year, how about a joint tailgate party? Because we only have two more ballparks to hit before we actually close out the whole uh, NL." And um. Those guys, obviously, they replied. They're like, yeah, that would be that would be a fun time. But I said to them, because we started going, we brought it to the DMs talking about just outings and planning and things like that. Yep. They went to a Cubs game, I think, this year that got rained out. And knock on wood, we've never <laughs> had a, a rain out. Yeah. We've never had a rainout out. That's
1: crazy. Well, you had a fake snow out. And they right? played the yeah. game in one. Right. So, yeah, right.
0: in, in, in April, they were supposed to get a freaking blizzard in D.C. We didn't go and then uh, obviously they played the game anyway but whatever we're going to replay that game in I'm still um, having nightmares September. about
4: that because I I'm dealing with uh, like all the ticket sales and everything that has to go into resending all We had these a DC we had a things. hurricane out yep.
0: last year but same uh, thing like we play, we canceled it ahead of time so people can get their refunds if they wanted it but uh yeah for us to never have an out an outing that's actually rained out we had rain delays but no rain outs. But anyway, give us a call if you want to get on the line. 631-388-5195. The next person to get through will play What's in the Box with us. Uh, Tim, I do want to give you a chance to talk a little bit about something you got going on at the ballpark soon. Let me pull it up. But if while I'm doing that, just start start running through it right now.
1: Yeah. So I have uh, Crohn's disease. I have been diagnosed like 10, 11 years ago. And I do some work with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation itself there. And, you know, I'm not one... I'm not going to do a 5K. I'm not running, like, you know, half miles. It's not me. I'll never, like, beg you for money for that type of deal. So, yeah, I want to do something different. I talked with the foundation, and we ended up getting a section, the same section the 7-line sits in at City Field. So it's Sunday, September 9th against the Phillies. It's pretty cool. We have the whole section pretty much reserved as much as we want to sell. I think so far it's doing okay, but there's plenty of room, plenty of tickets available right now. It's 50 bucks. That sounds steep for some, how bad we're playing right now. But you have to remember, like a lot of that proceeds is going towards Crohn's, the Crone de Coladas Foundation, mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool. You know, the Seven Lines, obviously very familiar with the area. They're great seats. They're playing the Phillies. The Phillies are surprising everyone. They're in first place, so the ideal situation is we knock them off. You know, at least bring them down and we'll play some there. spoiler. Yeah, but yeah. If, if anyone's going to the division, if it's the Braves, I hope. I don't want to see the Phillies or the Nationals. But yeah, overall, I'm just you know I'm helping out. I'm one of the organizers of it for this committee we have working with the foundation through the city. There, we'd love to see all you guys out there for sure. But yeah, September 9th, it's a Sunday again. It's coming up. It's coming up quick. I yeah, like yeah. It's like a month and a half away now.
0: So if you go to the Seven Lions website, click the blog, and uh, scroll down. I think it's on the first page. Well, We'll, we'll actually retweet it again tonight. So uh, the blog post just says, Coming out to support the foundation. And the details are there with links directly um, to uh, purchase the tickets. A little little blog post from Tim explaining what, what it is. Yep. And um,
1: yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go into the disease too much itself. But in that blog itself, if you want to learn more about it, you can read about it. I put some detail in there. You can also message me at the end of this, too. I'm happy to talk about it with anyone. But overall, it's a cool event. I'm, I'm pumped for it. I've never set something up like that before. So for me, it's pretty cool. It's like a personal thing. I've never set up that kind of charity event so to help out with the foundation itself is pretty cool I are you guys
0: doing anything prior tailgating or anything
1: uh, i'm going to talk to probably McKellars or mcfadden's or we'll do a, a park not tailgate i don't know which but one of those three i'm going to sort that out soon
0: weekend tailgates are always fun especially yeah. september end of the summer Sunday afternoon so it's like the weekend after labor day yeah so.
1: I, if it's nice enough i'd rather be outside than in the bar yeah of McKellers course is great but if i have the choice i'd rather be outside so I think we'll probably set up a spot somewhere to post up whenever the
0: Seven Line Saloon finally opens. I'm definitely it's going to be yeah. as much outdoors as it is indoors. It should be. Yeah, I mean, people like to be outside, like you said.
1: Like I don't <laughs> love Nationals Park, but I love that setup they have. Oh, the bullpen, uh, the bullpen thing. That's yeah. Pretty cool. yeah, that place is awesome. It's a really cool setup there. So something like that would be something. Have you I been would...
0: to the McFaddens in uh, Philly Citizens Bank? Yeah, that's great because it's a lot, of, a lot of outdoor indoors.
1: As much as I hate all thing Philly sports, they yeah. have an awesome setup. That, they do. that middle area there in front of all three stadiums. That that's a good time.
0: Well, the cool part, yeah, the Xfinity Live, yeah. whatever it is across the street, but the the McFaddens there is awesome because yep. they, the indoor-outdoor, like indoor might be a little bit more clubby after the game, like, you know, kind of like McFadden City Field would be. But if you go to the outdoor patio, there'll be like a guy just doing acoustic like sing-along like yeah. cover band type yeah, stuff, always. which is uh, more my speed.
1: Yeah. Besides the Philly people itself, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It's besides like cool maybe yeah. getting yeah. thrown up on the, the, by the some locals. <laughs> yeah. The bare bones are nice. But besides <laughs> that, yeah.
0: Absolutely. So uh, I do have to do a little bit of shilling because tomorrow we do have a restock of a few of our favorites on the Seven Lines website. If you're listening to this afterwards on a replay, it probably already is restocked. I don't know if this stuff's going to sell out or not. Um, so the on-deck circle tomorrow, we have all of the New York Apple caps coming back. We have the fitted. We have the snapback. We have three versions of the the dad cap adjustable that's... You know, it's called the dad cap, but it is, you know, obviously unisex. And four versions of the Mesh M logo uh, trucker, which we actually came out with a couple years ago, and they're, they're wildly popular. Every time we put them up, they sell out. So... Um, Funny story about this. There's a team in Hawaii that um, they they wear just like an M on their jersey or M somewhere. And they buy them by like the dozens. So like the, These hats? The M hat. Sure. Yeah. So like whatever we have left, like we'll get an email from Hawaii. Like, hey, uh, new season's coming up. Like we want to outfit the kids and the parents and like shout out. I keep saying to them, like, please send us like a group shot. I yeah, want to use cool. this for the website. And they don't do it. But I definitely know they're buying the hats. Like when we f- first got the inquiry about it, I'm like, why do you want to buy this in bulk? Are you like a reseller? Like, if you are, I gotta put you in contact with New Era. We're like, no, we just we're a team and like we're trying to wear your stuff. I'm like, man, that's freaking awesome. So <laughs> yeah. set a reminder 10 a.m. tomorrow, the seven line.com, all those hats. And uh the NIMO shirt came out a couple of days ago, which I was fucking shocked. How many people did not know? I it kept said seeing the replies. I was like, what is going people on? Like, no, is nobody sweet. understood. People were it. talking <laughs> so much shit. And yeah, Mark, I'm talking to you. They were like <laughs> What is this? It's a smile. Like it doesn't have anything to do with Nemo. I'm like the teeth say right, it Nemo. It's it sa- he smiles. He's happy. It's a it's a smiling face and it says Nimmo in yep. the teeth. How do you not know what that is? I, well, I'm not saying you have to like it, but to say I? it's not Nemo, you're fucking blind. Yeah. So
4: many people came up to me, McKellar's, and they like, were like, "What is I this didn't smile know. shirt?"
0: That's what I kind of like oh about my God. it.
4: God, <laughs> like
0: the the old school Bobby V shirt that we used to have. It said Valentine on the back, but it was just like uh, Garucho, Gr- Gracho, whatever. Marks. Uh, yeah, 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 the, yeah. And people were like, "Oh, what's that?" Like, then you kind of know, like, oh, Bobby V. So I I want it to be almost like a, a kickback to like our old school shit that didn't say Mets didn't say and that's what i wanted to do and i sketched it drew uh whipped it up and like put his own like penmanship for like the the teeth and then um our boy brian vectored it up so it was like a triple threat combo on like the designer (laughs) process but like i'm sitting in the back and i used to do this all the time lizzie knows i had a a, a sketch book and i'd like sketch things out pen and paper and then go and actually do it but you know i haven't been doing that that much lately but anyway that's what it is What's that? Oh yeah, the ba- dude. I'm fucking pissed at you. By the way. <laughs> Sorry. So if anyone's been following while along, while the show's
1: over, I'm going back on there. I'm uh, me too. Anyone, so. Oh
0: so, my god. So you yeah, know, let me pull this up again because how is this possible that people don't know that this says NIMO? Is it possible?
1: I, I that was one of the. There's few like no Twitter Twitter threads, confusing, so. right? That that I says, was going down the thread. I'm like, is everyone really like not getting this right? Yeah, Miss under- Med, yeah.
0: Julia, Mark, like all these people who are like <laughs> yeah. they know about the seven line. We obviously engage often on. Um, you know, the internet here. How do you not know that says Nemo? Anyway, um, so if you've been following along at all on our social media, we do have a basketball net thing in the back, like you see at, you know, uh, Dave and Buster's, but obviously you don't have to pay for it. So Shoemaker bought it for me for my birthday like three years ago. We finally set it up in the back here. Up until today, I had the high score 81 points.
4: <laughs> I still time. have it. We're tied. We're tied. This
0: guy yeah. comes in. His, Under review. Lizzie his almost, first fucking know. crack, it was like 65. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, if I knew that you were going to take out my top <laughs> score, I would not have invited you out here.
1: <laughs> I told you, there's a bar around the corner from where I live in my apartment, or I have the high score at Ryan's Daughter Upper East side. Come challenge me. I'll take you on there. <laughs> I go back like once a week just to check out the... I just walk by like, all right, is my score still there? All right, I'm safe. If it's not there, like, I'll jump on you it. You
0: know Mega Touch. I don't know if they, you know, I'm showing my age because that came out like the late 90s. But Mega Touch at the bars, there was a game called Funky Monkey. And if I did not have the high score, I was so pissed. I'd have to stay there until until I beat it. So when I eventually open a bar, I'm absolutely getting stuff like this there because you feed money into that thing like you would not believe when you want to beat something. So
1: Yeah. um, I can't wait for the high score there. So
0: let's talk about something (laughs) really uh, depressing. Let's just cover this really quick. Obviously, the Mets are sitting in the basement here. When we get down to Miami, we're probably still going to be fighting for the bottom spot. Unfortunately, tonight... Just about 10 minutes, we got Matt's pitching in, in uh in uh Pittsburgh. You ever been there? No. Unbelievable stadium. Yes. We were out there and that day that was uh, I don't know what outing it was for us, sometime in 2014, but it to, to date then it was Harvey's worst start of like his <laughs> career. Worst so that's the same shit you get, like this bad luck, Severline. Yeah. Like look at the fucking record. The 49, worst 41. Game. Anyway, that's what's going on tonight. So if you want to hop on and watch them after this.
1: Yeah, it's got the best view. That center
0: field view out there, the bridges, it's yes, beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Um, but wow. They shut it down. They shut the street down. Oh, really? Um, yeah. That's it's, pretty cool. It's, it's great. Yeah. And you go walk over it, and it's its a good time. So we are going to get to what's in the box. This is a game we play each and every week here. It's not all that original, but it is uh, at least our favorite game show. You get to pick one, two, three, or four. We used to dance every once in a while, but we haven't really been dancing lately. Not not a whole lot of things to be dancing about. But we do have Joe from Long Island on the line. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on? Uh, Just sitting here, hanging out. What's up with you?
5: Same thing, watching you guys on my iPad while I'm on
0: the phone with you. Awesome. Thanks for watching. <laughs> so, um, you want to play a game? Yeah, let's do it. All right, one, two, three, or four, whatever's in there you get to keep. They're behind you, Riley. What let's do you want to pick? with number one. All right, number oh, one. Oh, no!
4: shit. I knew it.
0: What did I say before we went? No one ever picks number No one, one. one ever picks number one. I knew it. That was my number one. I played the, the one back. is the box. Yeah. All right. Let's see what you got. What size do you wear? I don't know if it's, I always say this because I think it's going to be a hat, but it usually isn't. I'm trying to trick see. people. Is it a
4: hat
0: or a shirt? What is it? We'll say. We'll say. It is a orange and blue thing T-shirt. And guess what? We actually have more than one in stock. So if it's not your size, we'll get you what you want. Uh, what size do you wear, though? Uh, large. No awesome! way. And it's and it's a large. You got his info. All right, Joe. Thanks for calling. Thanks, thanks for watching. Joe. We'll send this out to you.
5: All right. Thanks for
0: doing the show. Enjoy it. Of course. Thanks, man. Thanks, Joe. All right, awesome. Um, it usually never works out where it's actually what they what they actually are as far as their size is concerned. So
4: yeah, it works out. It works out more times than not, <laughs> actually. Almost never.
0: We do have time for one more call if anyone wants to get through. Otherwise, we're kind of just going to sit here and wrap it up. But um, obviously not a whole lot of great things to cheer about. Hopefully the Mets pull some strings this week and uh, get a rabbit out of the hat as far as it's concerned with the trades. Uh, the deadline is uh, what, Tuesday? Tuesday's the 31st. Yep,
1: coming up. We'll probably see a couple of more guys go for sure. Yeah, I, you know, what? Well, we'll we know Cabrera's going.
0: We'll see if there's any surprises. Yeah, I think Cabrera's is definitely probably out the door. Uh, Wheeler, obviously, there's a lot of interest with Wheeler, but you know, like you said, let's see what the return's going to be. And and uh, he brought up a good point. He, uh, meaning Joe, um, you know, he he can envision some bundling going on, like the Pawn Stars. You ever watch Pawn? No, not Pawn Stars. Um, American Pickers. They always try yeah. to bundle, yeah, yeah get yeah, more, get yeah. more for the bang for the buck. You know, and we'll we'll see what's going to happen. Look, I but, hope
1: it's AL competitors. That's the dream situation is it's like A's Yankees and Familia shuts the door against the Yankees.
0: And you know, last course. year, you know, when they got rid of Bruce, and you know, he went on to uh, you know, deep in the playoffs with uh, Cleveland. You know, I'm I'm happy for some of these yeah, guys that totally. get off this team and they get to finally get their chance at a ring. You 100%. know, um, I don't know if Cabrera has one, but but uh, you know, a lot of these guys yeah. that they're getting towards the end of their careers, and and if it's not happening right now with us, then let them. Yeah, you know, Cabrera's
1: been great, so I hope he finds a good
0: home. Like, I, I'd on. like to see him make the playoffs. Yeah, people are even saying too, like they don't want to see the grom go but he deserves to to like win somewhere you know
4: um <laughs> justin mendez wants to know if you know any information about the miami pregame
0: i do but the guy from miami who i'm trying to get in contact with if he's watching this uh we keep playing phone tag and we haven't figured it out yet but the, there's not a whole lot, have you been to miami
1: I've been to Miami. I haven't been to the stadium. The stadium
0: is cool. The area is kind of, you know, not too conducive to, like, hang out. And, you know, there's one bar, like, across. There's, like, a one major road. It's, like, busier than Northern Boulevard. You can walk to it. We went a couple years ago. Uh, There's not a whole lot to do around there. But I did work out something with the help of Bray from the Marlins. So we are going to announce that. So Well, obviously, it's got to be in in black and white for our itinerary that's going to go out with the game tickets. So any day now, don't worry. I'm working on it, I promise. Um, Anything else you want to say, dude?
1: That's all for me right now. Did we get to everything? I think so.
0: Oh, you know what? While we have it, one more thing. I do have a, a lot of questions came out about this guy in the helmet. Did you see this guy? I in the saw helmet? like I was
1: so confused about him. I All right, he so was, and he had a GoPro on his helmet too. It's yeah, and
0: cool. I actually had this written down earlier, and I forgot to get to it. I'm sorry, uh, Randy. I told Randy I'd give him a little shout out. So our boy Randy Medina, season ticket holder. He's been sitting with us since the start. He works for Harley Davidson, I believe, up in Westchester or White Plains. I don't know someplace over the bridge, and. This guy with the helmet and the girl next to him, uh, she's Megster, Begster on Instagram. They might—I feel like I have a pretty cool job. They might have the coolest job I've ever <laughs> heard of. <laughs> you you the met th- them, right?
4: That's the first thing you said to me. Like these two have the coolest job ever. I love than what my I do. Job. I was like, I love what? this.
0: I love this. This is actually work. Uh, believe it or not, but they, these two, they won a contest or something. They got hired by Harley Davidson. Uh-huh. They gave them two bikes, which they actually get to keep. They get to travel the country. I think it's almost for a year. Yeah, it's a year.
4: It's an internship. A year internship. So they apply for an internship program. And out of all these people from across the country... They they were selected them too.
0: Harley Davidsons are not cheap, so they got yeah. two brand new Harley Davidsons. I have a bike, I never even get to ride it, so that's so, why I think it's like a great job. So well, what if
1: they do? They have to document
0: it, Is document it, it, cover it. They have an Instagram account, so he's at HD Space Cowboy and she's at Megster Begster. They're not Mets fans, but they were in town. Like this was part of their tour. They got to New York. Randy was actually working with them at the dealership. I was like, hey, you know, uh, Teza actually couldn't come. Whatever. They came to the game, had a good time, documented it, and. Um, she's had a motorcycle for 15 days she's never ridden a motorcycle in her life won this contest got hired by Harley they gave her a motorcycle she drove by herself from the carolinas to new york with like 4 days of experience wow. she got like a license and just i i was nervous to drive like off of long island when i first got yeah. a motorcycle this girl's traveling like across the world uh Break insane fall. so Shout out to them. That's awesome. Good share, luck. Share contest. Good luck. Stay safe. Yes, almost. I almost turned it off again. So you do the uh, shares. I'll do the retweets. Wow, look at this. 7 o'clock. Right on the dot. On I'm, the dot. I'm, I'm actually surprised. So if you are listening afterwards, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, all that good stuff, we appreciate your downloads. Um, check back usually either late Thursday night or early Friday morning for new episodes. Next week, special time because we are going out to Nassau Coliseum to support our boy Chris Wade. He was on the show a couple weeks ago. He's fighting um, the PFL, Professional Fighters League. He does have a promo code, though. If you go to his uh, personal Twitter account or personal Instagram, there is a link. Uh, it's uh, C Wade MMA, I believe. Or just search Chris Wade, and the promo code is just his name, Wade, and you get fifty percent off if you want to come to the fight. We're going to be there. We're next all going to be
4: there. So Thursday come and support your boy. So
0: have you been to a fight before? I haven't been. I've watched MMA religiously. It's like, cool. It's a cool setting. I I'm went not the to UFC have you. I'm yeah. excited yeah. to go. Yeah, it's, it's fun. And, and you know, NASA Coliseum is nice and intimate. You know, it's a yeah. little bit smaller. Right. Uh, you know, compared to to uh, MSG and stuff like that. So we're going to be out there next week. Shout out to Chris. I know he's in his last week of training. I've been bothering him nonstop because uh, we were supposed to get some type of promo code i'm like dude I'm, I'm really not trying to bother you i know you're a week out right, from the fight right. but i want to help you promote this thing so the the promo code is just wait, buy some tickets go out and, and hang out and uh obviously cheer on a fellow mets fan trying to kick some ass out there in the pfl uh next week's show program note I think it's going to be 12. might be one. I don't know. I haven't really decided yet, but <laughs> it's going to be an early show next week. Uh, again, thank you guys for everything. Thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for cheering with us. None of this is possible without you guys. And uh, our next outing is coming up in a couple weeks. We're going to be at McKeller again, pregame. And then after that, in Miami on the 11th. So uh, when you tell me to stop, that will be the winner. stop. All right. At? Rye underscore dog85 is the winner on Twitter for the gift card. I'm gonna tweet him right now. Send him a little DM. Yes. And let me know when you're ready.
4: You have to just tell me when to stop. Uh
0: okay, stop.
4: Uh Dominic Zenquis.
0: Dominic Zenquis. Very nice. <laughs> All right, so send him a message and uh he'll be <laughs> the winner of the gift card as well. Dude, Tim, thank you so much for coming out. Enjoy your yeah. golfing tomorrow. It's going to be nice? I know this week we're supposed I'm to be a I'm not sure. Wash. The whole week looks pretty terrible. Can you golf in the rain?
1: Yeah, you can. to it? a certain level. I'm a fair-weather golfer for the most part, so if it's raining hard enough, with my dad, my dad's the same way. Do
0: they have the golf carts that, like, so the, the, know, the girl rains, that comes yeah, up and sells you beers? Yeah, it's always a highlight. You know, it's, yeah. it's
1: one of the good parts of being out there. But, uh, yeah, it comes out. If it's raining out, sometimes you can't take the cart onto the course itself. Can you drink Can you drink and bed. golf? Yeah. Can you personally strongly encouraged.
0: too? Yeah. No, but I don't know. Like I, I I don't drink when I bowl, like I suck at bowling. When it I depends drink. who I'm playing. Let's run like spring training. If I'll it's drink like a then. serious
1: game, like no if we're like but most of my friends, we don't give a shit. We're there packing coolers anyway. Some courses don't allow it, so you gotta like stuff it in your bag to you get off the first tee. It's like all right, we're free now. Yeah, one, one of those deal.
0: things that they have on um Shark Tank?
1: Which is the fake club that pours out, or what are you talking no, about? No, you pee in it. Oh no. I've seen that. No, <laughs> I'm not going there. Just find a tree. Just find it's a, fucking like a tree. Spe- you know? Can
0: you do that? Can you just pee in a tree? they don't care?
1: It depends where you are, you know, if you're at the right course. But yeah, there's always woods. You act like you're looking for a ball. So I don't know if you guys are Shark
0: Tank guys, but years ago, before Cuban was on, the guy that used to sit on the left, he bought in. I don't know what it was called. So it was a. That's why he's off the show. It was Yeah, yeah. He invested all his money in a It was like a a fake golf club that the top unscrewed and had a towel. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I golfed, I'd probably buy that. Anyway, so thank you guys.
4: I've been corrected. Dominic's last name is pronounced Zenki.
0: Zenqui. very nice. <laughs> all right, so thank you guys. Let's go Mets. Let's see what we can do. Uh, three-headed monster GMs. Hopefully, you guys do some good moves this weekend, and obviously leading up till Tuesday. Uh, besides that, I would say keep the faith, but uh, it's it's hard to do these days. Yep. All right, Tim. Thanks for coming out. Liz Cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers to all you guys at home. Cheers, guys. And let's go Mets. <laughs>